churches are rebranding themselves as strip clubs to defy the government lockdown orders. A man was arrested after accidentally showing the police a video of his giant cannabis farm. And the police are warning against a new social media prank of lying in the middle of the road in front of oncoming traffic. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on the podcast known as Weird AF News. It is the exact podcast that you're listening to right now. I thank you for doing so. I'm your host, Jonesy. I have three weird stories from around the world, per usual. Let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Two churches have rebranded themselves strip clubs in order to defy the government lockdown orders. The pastors of two California mega churches, I love the phrase mega church. I mean, you can just imagine the scene. Do you go to a church or do you, uh, do you go to, I go to a mega church. Yeah. Hulk like mega church. Uh, the pastors of two mega churches did a family friendly strip tease in their Sunday services. Oh, that sounds like a horrible thing to witness. I don't want to see pastors taking off their clothes. That's the last thing I want. It reminds me of when I was an altar boy. Just kidding. Can I insert Catholic jokes in here? I was raised Catholic. I'm okay now. Removing their ties. These pastors were removing their ties to mock the state's shutdown of churches while allowing adult establishments to remain open. Is that true? Strip clubs are open? I don't think so. I live in California. I'm pretty sure they're not open. Gyms aren't open. Restaurants are open are, are not open. I mean, they're not open for seating inside or outside, actually. So I don't think strip clubs are open. I don't know where you're getting this information. I should probably Google that. Uh, indoor gatherings of any sort are just not really allowed. So that's churches. That's strip clubs. That's restaurants. That's gyms. That's movie theaters. Any sort of live entertainment venues are closed. Pastor Jurgen Matesius of Awaken Church in San Diego posted a video on Instagram of him taking off his tie in front of his congregation. Sounds like a very exciting Instagram account that you guys might want to follow. Pastor Jurgen, he says in the video, strip clubs are exempt from COVID lockdowns and are deemed essential by our governor. So we decided we are now Awaken Family Friendly Strip Club where we strip the devil of his hold, power, and authority over people's lives. Woo-ha-ha. Then he took off his, his tie. Did they tip him? I don't know. I didn't watch the video. Is he a good dancer? Did you get on the pole, pastor? Ooh, the pastor pole. Please get up on the pastor pole. Another pastor named Rob McCoy of a place called God Speak Calvary Chapel in Thousand Oaks had a similar strip tease where he removed his tie in a service before blasting the government and calling Christians to preach the gospel that by defying government tyranny and contending for their neighbors' livelihoods in the public square. Love your neighbors as you love yourself, said McCoy. Those that are abused are being quarantined with their abusers. The elderly are lonely and isolated for no reason. No reason, Mr. McCoy, no reason. He says, no one gets to attend the funerals of their loved ones. That's that's actually true. It's our responsibility to support folks. We are finished with your tyranny. Yeah, but if you open the doors and allow the public into your place, indoors, all together, close and all that, it's just a bad idea, McCoy. McCoy's church has faced numerous penalties for ignoring government orders in recent months. 
Earlier this month, a California judge ruled that strip clubs have a First Amendment right to reopen while churches are forced to remain closed. Mm, I'm going to Google this. Hold on. Okay, a little Googling here, and I found out it's just one city in California because they decided to fight the governor's order. So it's one city. It's San Diego. And uh, they fought to open a couple strip clubs, apparently. The judge sided with the strip clubs, saying adult live entertainment is constitutionally protected speech and said the harm would be greater to the businesses than to the government. So California, as I said, these places aren't open. This one city decided to fight it, and now it is open, which has got to be frustrating for the community. Or not. I don't know. And certainly, if I own a business in San Diego and I see that strip clubs are open but my gym is not, I would be upset as well. Maybe even if I was running a mega church, I'd still be like, all right, strip clubs are open. Our church should be open because it is ludicrous for a strip club to be open right now. I think that judge's ruling is, um, you know, it's a dangerous ruling. Jonesy, you're siding with a mega church? Yeah, sometimes I got to side with the churches. <laughs> you know, they have a point. The strip club is. I mean, nobody should be open is what's going on. I've heard of church services outdoors, okay, and I've even seen it in my neighborhood. I saw the ending of it. I didn't see the actual uh, church service going on, um, and that's fine. That's I think that's okay, and I think restaurants should have outdoor seating, and that's okay as well. In my opinion, it's safe to do those things outdoors. Likewise, bring the strip club outdoors as well. I think that's okay too. <laughs> but no touching, all right? Let's not have any touching going on. Not just yet. We're not ready for that. Maybe next year. We have a story out of the UK. A man was arrested after accidentally showing the police a video of a giant cannabis farm. A suspected drug dealer, who's also quite stupid, has been arrested after he managed to accidentally show the officers a video of a huge cannabis farm while trying to access Google Translate on his phone. Officers stopped a suspicious gray Mercedes in Sunderland on Wednesday evening and noticed a strong smell of the cannabis. They did not find anything after searching the vehicle, but the problems did not end there for the two men inside the car. One of the... <laughs> inside the car. Those announcers always like... They let that last word kind of linger a little bit. For the two men in the car. Flashed up on the screen. One of the suspects, who did not speak English as his first language, opened up his phone to use Google Translate to speak to the officers, and instead, a video of a weed farm flashed up on the screen. The pair of men, aged 38 and 22, were arrested on suspicion of production of Class B drugs, a.k.a. cannabis. Police later discovered a significant cannabis farm at a property in Easington Lane. You guys hear that? Easington Lane. Let's all meet there. Sunderland. I'll see you later. Let's, uh, there's, a, there's some cannabis over there that's waiting for us, guys. What did they find? They found, oh boy, this is a lot. 600 cannabis plants were found covering three floors. The farm was shut down and the drugs were seized. Oh, man, I feel bad for this guy that whipped out his phone and the video came up on the... <laughs> his buddy is just going to beat the snot out of him. In the prison. And then tell everybody else what they're, how they got there. And then everybody else in the prison is just going to beat up this dummy. Sergeant Steve Passy of Northumbria Police said, This was a rather unusual incident, which saw a suspect open up his phone to try to use Google Translate, but inadvertently showed us a video of a cannabis farm in the area. It's safe to say the suspect was a little shocked and tried to quickly lock his phone in the hope 
that nobody had seen it. Unfortunately for him, that resulted in him and his associates spending a night in a police cell. We were able to carry out further inquiries, which led us to an address on High Street in Easington Lane. Um, this is pretty cool. They're so proud of their uh, their weed farm bust. Mr. Passy added cannabis farms can be used to fund more serious crimes across the region and can often be a death trap in themselves. Often the electricity has been bypassed, which poses a serious and real fire risk to not only the property involved, but families living in the vicinity, he said. Yeah, it's yeah, it's risky to run a 600-plant indoor cannabis farm, especially among other people in a neighborhood. It's, uh, it's just risky to do these things anyways. Uh, that's why we should decriminalize all this stuff and just let everybody just grow it in a very controlled place, a safe place. We can have safeguards put into place. You can have, you know, uh, what do they call those, like building codes and all that. And uh, just parameters that people can follow so that it's all safe and you don't have to hide it. You have to grow it in a secret building in a basement. Next thing you know, you got a fire hazard on your hands because you're trying to just be secretive. You know, we should all just be able to grow our weed, enjoy our weed. This is all silly stuff. And you shouldn't be putting people in jail for weed. That just seems silly to me. It's a plant, man. It's a plant, man. <laughs> when I originally read the article, I thought this guy just was really like, hey, man, do you want to see my weed farm? Check it out, bro. It's pretty huge. Oh, dude, you're a cop. Oh, man, this is the second time I've done this in my lifetime, man. I'm sorry, bro. Just, can you just forget that you saw that? Yay! The Irish police warn against a new social media prank of lying in front of ongoing traffic. I can't believe this. These social media pranks, these challenges are getting out of hand. They're getting more and more dangerous. When is it going to stop? What is, what is it? Jump into a volcano challenge? Jump out of a commercial plane on your way to the coast challenge. When is it going to end? I'm very nervous. The police are warning against this new trend involving people lying in front of oncoming traffic in order to prank motorists. Is that what's happening? You're pranking the motorist? Ha, ah, motorist, gotcha. You ran me over and I'm dead. The phenomenon known as ghosting. I've heard of ghosting before, but it's not this. This is a new form of ghosting. Ghosting part two. This ghosting is, quote, Extremely irresponsible and poses a serious danger to those taking part in the ghosting and to the motorists, said the chief of police. The prank typically involves somebody lying in the road with a sheet over them to cause oncoming cars to stop or take notice. Okay, is this, is this where the ghosting comes from because you have a sheet over you? And by the way, what happens when it doesn't cause the car to take notice? And or stop. You know a lot of people are on their phones while they're driving these days. Do you know that? You should know that because if you're doing this prank, you're probably one of those people who drives with your face in your phone. So how are you going to see somebody laying in the road with a sheet over them? So they do the prank and then the reaction of the driver, it says here, is filmed and uploaded to social media platforms in the hope that it'll go viral. I'll tell you what's going to go viral is when you're, both your legs are run over. That's what will go viral. The police... Uh, warning follows an incident in the south of the country in recent days where a girl was injured by a vehicle while ghosting. I'm surprised it's just one person that's been injured while doing this. This is supremely stupid. 
The girl was taken to the hospital where she spent several days receiving treatment for minor injuries to her back, torso, and ankle. Yeah, that, that leads me to believe she was run over. I mean, I mean, the poor girl. And, you know, you want to feel bad for the person, but you got to be dumb to follow these trends when they're this dangerous. I want to blame the parents. I mean, what do you do, though? What do you do? Uh, the police are urging people not to engage in this social media trend. Yeah, I should hope so. The police are particularly appealing to parents to educate their children on the dangers of participating in such activity and to highlight the importance of being seen while using Irish roads. Yeah, you should be being seen. You don't have to wear fluorescent clothing head to toe, but you certainly don't need to put a sheet over you and lay in the middle of the street. Uh, the parents are saying to, I mean, it's it's funny as a parent, you wouldn't think that you would have to educate your child against putting a blanket over you so you can't see and then laying in the center of a highway. Like you would, you would think that you wouldn't have to tell your kids that. It's a sad state of affairs now in 2020 that you have to tell your kids, don't lie in the middle of the road. You know, make them watch some Roadrunner cartoons. Watch that wily e. Coyote get run over again and again for being in the road. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> you would think the kids would just know. Apparently not. Now, I mean, as you know, I'm not a parent, but parents that are listening to this, you better have a little sit down with your children and tell them not to lay in the road with a blanket over their head. Tell them not to jump out of a commercial plane or into a volcano when that challenge comes up as well. Please prepare them for the challenges that are in our future. The calamities of these social challenges that are right along the high, right on the horizon. Sorry. Listen to weird news. Let it bounce around your brain. <laughs> Frank Sinatra, anyone? You know, you know that one. I love Frank Sinatra. I really do. I know. I know a lot of his songs, and I will occasionally do them at karaoke. Do you guys remember karaoke? Do you remember what that was? When you could sing and with a whole group of people and have drinks in one of those places. What were they called? Bars. I haven't been to one of those in a long time. Will we ever sing karaoke again, man? Oh, goodness, I miss it. I suppose I could sing at home all alone. That'd be cool. What are you doing this Christmas, Jonesy? Ah, I'm going to sing karaoke all by myself and uh, drink spiked eggnog. Because uh, who cares, really? <laughs> oh, yikes. Anyways, this outro started on a low note. <laughs> I apologize. Let's get it together. Come on, snap out of it. All right, yes. Oh, excitement. Here we go. Ramp up the excitement. Okay, yes, exciting. Exciting outro. Here we go. Woo! Yeah. Woo, give it to him. Mm-hmm. Hulk-like outro. Uh, I want to thank everyone who's joined the Patreon. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, I want to thank Michael, who is extending the holiday Patreon challenge for the for the week, for a whole, whole week till, uh, I believe, till Monday. So... If you join the Patreon, Michael will match a $5 donation to Weird AF News. Hey, that's called supporting the show in the best way that you can around the holidays. So if you guys would like to help out, join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or you could go to weirdafnews.com and click on the link there. Pretty cool. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. If you'd like to call the show because any of these stories uh, resonated with you, uh, it's 646-450-2012. I'll publish a couple calls after this if you want to stick around. You can also email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, and follow me on Instagram, at funnyjones. It's like funny bones, but with a J. See that? It's very clever. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael from Iowa City, calling to comment on yesterday's stories. 
And the first one was the uh, sex worker in Nevada who's complaining uh, that she can't work this year because they shut it down uh, because, you know, close contact uh, is illegal in Nevada right now. She complained that they've got things open um, like uh, hair salons and, and uh, massage and, you know, spas. But <laughs> she's actually in a position where people are putting body parts inside of each other. Ridiculous. And if she made a million dollars last year, what in the heck is she asking for a GoFundMe where she's asking people to fund her $50,000 court fund? And if you're one of the people that donated the $10,000 she's already con uh, collected, then you're a fool. Uh, this is just the ultimate in greed. If she's got a million dollars, earned last year, then she can uh, should have enough money to fund her own $50,000 fund. Secondly, on the uh, Swedish McDonald's that's opening up the hair salon to cut the hair uh, style from the 90s into the quote-unquote golden arches design of the bangs, well, you said, um, you know, what about people with dark hair? Well, I imagine that they would highlight their hair uh, along the front of the face, along the bangs, because um, you know, that highlights would make their hair light. And this is happening in Sweden where they didn't put any measures in place to shut the country down. Sweden decided to go for the herd immunity. And lastly, the people getting injured with uh, Christmas injuries, Christmas tree injuries and such, a lot of these people uh, probably are millennials that have never uh, cut a tree before, um, or put up a tree before. So imagine if they're cutting the bottom off of a real Christmas tree, they're injuring themselves that way, or falling off of ladders, putting up lights or something. I think a lot of people are home for the pandemic this year, and there a lot of people are buying Christmas trees that are real for the first time rather than having artificial ones. So I think they're uh, chainsaw or saw injuries, cutting the bottom off a Christmas tree, or ladder injuries from stringing up lights people who haven't have not done it in the past before uh, millennials and such. So anyway, those are just guesses on my part. Everyone take care. Be safe.